This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Hi, I'm Richard Gershon, the host of In Legal Terms and a professor at the University of Mississippi School of Law. If you miss a live In Legal Terms episode, find our podcast, inlegalterms.mpbonline.org. Hello, thanks for tuning in to Everyday Tech. This is Abram Nanny with Sabir abdul Haq, an IT expert. Today on Everyday Tech, we're returning to the Versus series where we pit two products or services against each other and see what the pros and cons or advantages and disadvantages of each are. A popular, a popular debate in the gaming community is over which console people prefer, Xbox or PlayStation. <laughs> in order to help our audience be better informed, we want to take the time today to compare and contrast the two in several areas. Previously, when we tried to bring the subject up, we had some callers call in to share the love for Nintendo Switch and other consoles, which are great, but today we just want to talk about Xbox versus PlayStation. Yes, indeed. Email everydaytech at mpbonline.org if you have any questions or comments, and don't forget about the Talk to Us feature on the MPB Public Media app where you can record a voice or video message and send it straight to us at Everyday Tech. Now, Sabir, that was a lot, uh, but how's it going, man? How, oh, man? How's work? Look, it's uh, it's definitely been a... Oh, it's been an action-packed morning, and then uh, that news that we were talking about, the other stuff. But it's been an action-packed morning, and, and folks, a lot of places were closed yesterday mm-hmm. from this weather. And so a lot of people were trying to dig in and work from home and do remote working and everything else like that. It's It, it reminded me of COVID for a minute there. Yeah. When COVID first just came, a couple days of just, it. Just a couple days of it. But, yeah, we you know, of course, the holiday was Monday. Then Tuesday we had we had hundreds of calls. Uh, yeah. from folks trying to work from home. So uh, it, it was, you know, we, we, we parsed through that and worked through that and, you know, worked folks out the best way possible. So, yeah. but it was uh, it, one of the things, and, and, and it was just so, like I said, it reminded me of COVID about how a lot of people didn't have internet. And and I think we were talking about this off offline. We were talking about like how that some folks might actually, there's what they oh, call yeah. the, the ACP, the American ACP, Connection Program yeah. Project. American Connection Program. Communications Yeah, program, communication, excuse me, American Communication uh, uh, Program, where they were, you know, funding was going for the main, the, the big box, the main companies to provide cheaper internet, right? And so I know I was impressed by one company. I'll leave, leave names out, but I was impressed by one company because I know in Jackson, you really can't go a full city block. You can't go a block without there being any of that. So it was, it was it's interesting. I hope that funding comes back for ACP so that folks, you know, so we don't have folks that lose it. We don't have folks, some folks that ordinarily could not afford, you know, internet, like low cost internet. It might not be the fastest. It might not be the top tier internet or whatever. But uh, yeah, we were, I remember we were talking about that and I know some companies, you know, uh, Shane had even said like how sometimes like they have to tell people like, you know, how to be able to sign up for it. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's very important. It's very important. So I, I really hope that that gets continued. But that's what's been going on in the IT world. Just, you know, um, with with people having to work from home from winter, from this winter blast that reminded me of COVID, that yeah. reminded me of this program with ACP possibly about to expire. Hopefully it gets renewed. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, like, in my opinion, connectivity is always a better thing. Right. And, right. you know, the more communities that can have that where, like, they previously wouldn't, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's always an improvement for that. Right, right. And, I, like, my home community, like, 
I remember the days of dial up. I remember the days of uh, I remember the days of dial up. I remember everything else like that. Now my home communities have internet that rivals what we have in bigger cities like Jackson and Hattiesburg right. and Gulfport. And like my my home community is <laughs> small and so, affordably. And, yeah, and and do it affordably without yeah. breaking a pocket. So I really hope like ACP gets renewed by Congress and everything. But I mean, I, I hope that that really does happen. Uh, that that was that surprised me. And we, we were talking about that earlier. Yeah. But other than that, IT world has been <laughs> whenever the the weather gets crazy, especially rainy, you can always expect that something silly is going to happen. So we uh, it, we thankfully we haven't had any craziness, you know, at work about like people not being able to just not be able to connect at all or slow mm-hmm. connection. I, I haven't had to, I haven't seen too many of those calls come across. But everything else, I mean, for the most part, we're gonna keep on pushing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, so there's always more IT news. I mean, we try to keep up with we it. Try, but there's yeah. always so much more. Right. Right. There's always something. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, so. Of course, we can't get into Nintendo or PC today, right? Uh, but we shared some love to them in the past. Oh yeah, with uh, you know the the last time we tried to bring this up, um, mm-hmm. you know Nintendo is always a, a good uh, secondary or tertiary or primary mm-hmm. uh, console option. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And then you also have other things like Luna, like Amazon's Luna. I don't want to stray out. We said PlayStation versus versus Xbox, but Luna will let you stream. Uh, different ones on on different game consoles, and some of them are so. There's a lot of options that are out there. I guess it just depends on whether or not if you're trying to stream, how strong and healthy the community is for some of the games you are. Whether or not those games are available on you know cross platform, whether mm-hmm. they're not like there's games like Call of Duty, right? Games like yeah. Fortnite yeah. that are on both platforms. You know, so it it just depends on them. They both cost the same. I, w- I wonder some other thoughts and options of folks. And some folks were like, I don't, I don't want to hear that. I'm, what, what, what are we just talking about just now? We said, uh, we walked in, we were talking about it before we got on air. She said, uh, GameCube. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's like, GameCube. So, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, I, I think that, you know, both of them right now, they're constantly trying to one up each other. Right. Mm. And so, you know, I, I think that, uh, I'm, I mean, I've got a hardware wise, I gotta give it to the Xbox. Xbox, in my opinion, has the stronger system, like the beefier, okay. stronger system. I'm gonna I'm I'm give it to them. I'm gonna yeah. be a little fair. I'm gonna be a little fair, somewhat. And like, just like how we make our Android versus iPhone stuff, I'm gonna be fair. I'm gonna try to be compromised. If my wife hears this, she's gonna be like, "Wait, did you just did you just admit <laughs> that Xbox has better is a stronger system?" Yeah, you know, you know, I know hardware stuff. But the better games, I just, I just love the games, the library of games for PlayStation. But yeah. I hope we answered Hugh's questions. I mean, if he's not sure what he wants to do, I mean, look, I just I just yeah. hope that they find what works for him. That's why you asked that very important question. What did he? What were what his are needs, needs for what it? He needs, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Thanks for listening to MPB Think Radio and tuning into Everyday Tech this morning. My name is Abram Nanny. I've got Sabir Abdul Haq here with me. Email your questions or comments to everydaytech at mpbonline.org where you can attach a picture or screenshots or whatever to help our guys assess your situation. Or download the MPB public media app and use the talk to us feature to leave us an audio or video message. So let's get into our main subject for the day, Xbox versus PlayStation exclusive games. As always, I do have to qualify this a bit. We aren't talking about Nintendo or PC today, though I know... They're very popular and successful. They're just kind right. of in their own categories and hard to compare to PlayStation and Xbox. Now, we've talked a, a little bit about it, um, but I, Sabir, i got to ask you, what what do you prefer? 
I know the answer, but what do, what do you prefer specifically? In terms of like games or systems or which uh, one? Systems in between Xbox of, and PlayStation. I mean, PlayStation. Like PlayStation has always – games. There's a, there's a longer question that we can jump into the, the conversation about it, but PlayStation, hands mm-hmm. down. Uh, PlayStation is always going to be the better uh, – the gaming system. Again, I guess like we said before, Xbox is the beefier system, like in terms of like strength for right now. And I'm and again, I have not really played PS PS Five. I got still have a PS Four, but uh, I've got to give it to you know the Xbox One S and and the one the one series that they have. And I, I I think they're doing okay. I think they're doing okay. They just don't have the library mm-hmm. like PlayStation has. Yeah, you know? yeah. And we'll we'll talk about that a little bit yeah, later. Yeah, but yeah. like the 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 game pass is the priority for mm-hmm. uh Xbox. At least uh, that's the way it seems to me is that yeah. the, their their priority is getting the game pass library up. Correct. And uh you know kind of selling that more. And we go ahead. So, go, go, ahead. go ahead. somebody go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got a caller. Cool. Uh David and Horn Lake has a question about his TV. David, okay. what is going on, man? What you got? Well, I'm uh, I've changed the subject. I apologize. You're no fine. Problem. You're fine. Go for it. I got a question about this uh, ATSC 3.0 Next Generation TV. When are they going to start rolling it out? Because I was thinking about buying me a TV, and if they're going to roll out, uh, uh, get some more stations. I live right outside. Right, I live right outside of Memphis. Right. And, uh, they only got one station, and it's low powered. I don't even know if I can even pick it up. But uh, I just wonder if uh, if I can go shopping, if it'd be worth going. Put some, if I can buy a TV that has a next generation uh, label on it, if it'd be worth buying one or yeah. if it's going to be another couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I would say, so the main thing is, because like DTV, like the digital TV that came out, like what was that about now, five years ago, five, six years ago or so, uh, the DTV broadcast, are you, so you're trying to get like, lo, you're talking about for local broadcasting, right? Well, I, I really don't know. It's supposed to be ATSC. I got you. Next generation. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of these things, a lot of these computers, these TVs out here that are more forward compatible. The to answer your question, a lot of these TVs right now. That's why some of these larger TVs. I was in Walmart the other day, and they had a fifty inch TV for like two ninety six. I said, "What?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, that's "Why crazy. are you so huge?" So I'm wondering, and I'm not an industry insider as much to TV like I need to be, like I'd like to be. But my thinking is, if you're letting some of your larger TVs be that cheap, like a huge TV that's got the HDR, that's got the, the you know the, the the high refresh rates and all that other stuff. Stuff and, and it's got everything else, but if it is that cheap, they must be changing something industry wide. And generally, you can always check on the picture quality and just general quality of televisions by watching projectors. Because whatever they do on a projector, you give it a year or two, they're going to try to mass produce it so that it can come out on a TV. That's generally how it works. Now, in terms of ATSC regulations and the broadcast and everything coming out, I do not have enough information to that. But my gut my gut tells me anytime you're selling your other TVs that got the, the Roku's or the everything else that's built mm. into it or whatever, and you got a 40 and 50 inch, a 40 inch, you can get a 40 inch right now for just under $200. Mm-hmm. You can, or maybe just slightly over, you can get almost a 50 inch name brand, like a name brand TV, a, a well-known name brand TV for like almost 300. 
So my gut tells me, brother, is that they must be making some changes. I do not have enough information on that right now. Sorry, I couldn't answer you deeper than that. My gut tells me there will be some changes. So you might want to hold up. Maybe if you have a couple of like, you know, I don't know how many TVs you have in your home. Maybe you have like a couple of backup TVs mm-hmm. or something for a guest room or your t- or your your kitchen if you got one or whatever, something like that. But hold up and see what happens. I do not yeah. have enough information. Now, with these it. newer TVs, can they even natively pick up local programs, or do they have to have those satellites still and you know wires all the way across the house from the outside? There are organizations. There was one I heard of called the Apollo Group. There's another one where they let you get like local channels if you pay a subscription service for a year and everything else. And it it is legit. It's not like you're yeah. it's not like you're pirating anything else. Whatever it is, legit. You can get local um, streaming broadcast, and that'll come to a digital device, but that's coming on a, a small device. So I think the better question is, like the smart TVs, will they be able to do things natively? Will they be able to take right. it? Not the TV itself, but like the little Roku or the Roku app that comes in. That's the better question. And because that's so proprietary, I don't really have an answer. That, that's something mm. that we really would have to look into. That's a great question. Yeah, um, so it, yeah. I think the ultimate uh, conclusion that we come to, David, is we're not exactly we're not sure. Exactly I'm sure sorry. Yeah, we're not exactly sure. But on that. Uh, yeah. I think I think the recommendation would probably be to wait a little bit yeah. for the new. Yeah, and then just to see what they have now. The good thing is Roku is an app. Like I say Roku because that's popular, right? Mm-hmm. You got Roku, you got Fire Stick, you know Amazon Fire Stick, all that stuff. The thing is, I don't think that the components inside there are not future capable. Mm -hmm. I just think they don't have it yet. So they can always drop something just like a computer, update something inside of it, and there you go. True. So I don't think that it's, I would give it a bit. Let's see what happens with, again, projectors. If you watch where projectors go, projectors always lead what's about to happen to to PCs. I mean, excuse me, to monitors and TVs. Mm -hmm. So if you watch projectors, and usually they come out with the new projectors right around summer. So I'd say like, you know, April, May, June, you know, at the latest July, let's see what happens in terms of news, industry news, and see if there's something better. And then even if you get something, you might look at it and say, hey, I'll go ahead and purchase something around April or May, even if it is going to an app like a Roku or an Amazon Fire Stick or whatever else, whatever you're using, that I imagine they will be pushing an update so it will be forward compatible then. Right. So I, I maybe just hold off maybe at the end of this first quarter and let's see what happens. Uh, thank you. Yeah, man. All right, David. Thank you very much. That's a great question. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And the thing is with technology, there's always new. Yeah. There's yeah. always something else coming up. Yeah. So, I mean, you could hold off for forever and get yeah. the newest, newest thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's still, there's still a lot of, to, to what he was saying, there's still a lot of options that are out there. People still trying to get people to buy stuff for top of the year stuff, even though Christmas season's over with. The Christmas shopping season is over with. Those prices are not about to go higher anytime mm. soon like they those tvs are still selling three at the most four hundred dollars there's no need unless you just feel like going to some of these stores and i ain't gonna say no names that that charge nine hundred fifteen hundred dollars yeah. for a tv that wraps around your entire you know half of your house yep. you know but if just to get something to do what you need i would imagine even most of these smart tvs have the software inside of it that can be updated. So once the ATSC broadcasting standards and other things come through, I I don't see them 
selling the TV and then losing, you know, getting a black eye from customers saying like, why did I buy your product? Mm-hmm. And you knew, you knew it was going to die. Yeah. I just don't see that, but maybe just hold off on if he wants to have the new, new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're, you're listening to everyday tech. We're talking about, uh, Xbox versus PlayStation mm-hmm. talking about, you know, that new tech, mm-hmm. uh, Xbox and PlayStation just recently have had, you know, within the past few years, their newest gen. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure they're probably working on some more stuff, oh, new yeah. generations. Oh yeah. Um, but the first thing people bring up when talking about which console they prefer is of course the game exclusives, you know, exclusive meaning I can only play this game on Xbox or this is only available on PlayStation. All right. Um, so let's get some context on best-selling video games before we get all the way into this. The first PlayStation re- was released in 94, and the first Xbox was released in 01. Mm. And despite this, Nintendo dominated the early years of at-home consoles, mm. with the best-selling game of every year being Nintendo exclusive. Absolutely. The first we see a non-Nintendo exclusive on the list of best-selling games was GTA Vice City in 2002 and GTA mm. San Andreas in 2004, mm. both sold on PS2. Right. GTA Grand Theft Auto games. Grand Theft Auto, right. Yeah, mm. I didn't clear that yeah, up. yeah, yeah. Uh, every year since then, it's seen non-exclusive blockbusters like NFL Madden, Call of Duty, Rock Band, and a Guitar Hero selling the best since they're available on all platforms. So right. exclusives, uh, originally exclusive, may have been ported since an original release. Right. So all that mm-hmm. to to finally get into what games sold the best for every every year since oh, uh, 2001. I want to hear this. So... Uh, 2001 was Halo, of and it, it it released uh, 2001, and it was up against Final Fantasy X for P- PlayStation 2. Mm, okay, okay. Um, I, I'm sure you have a guess of which <sighs> which sold better. I'm I'm going to I mean in terms of well, you said in terms of those two. Oh yeah, uh, Final yeah. Fantasy X. I remember Final Fantasy X. Oh yeah, <laughs> that, that, yeah. Not, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Final Fantasy X yeah. sold 8.5 million units versus Halo's five million. Correct. Are there any like games that you you think like PlayStation has kind of killed Xbox throughout the years as yes. far as sales yes. goes? Um, are there any games that you think Xbox outsold uh, PlayStation on? I think Xbox did right by doing Minecraft and started. Mm-hmm. They started Minecraft. Uh, super early, um, and and I remember Minecraft because if there was no Minecraft, if there was no Minecraft, there wouldn't be Roblox. If there was no Roblox, there wouldn't be no uh, Fortnite. Like it really like like Minecraft walks so everybody else could right. run, and then it became cross platform. So I would say like in, especially in terms of kids, like um, they were trying to figure out. Man, I, I imagine the conversation for Microsoft probably was, "Golly, we're not going to be able to catch up with PlayStation. They all have these teen themed and mature themed games or games that people. How can we be able to go ahead and pull something back? Like you know what." Let's do this Minecraft thing. They went ahead and I forgot the name of the studios that created Minecraft. But uh, oh, I I, if you hadn't I, said if it, I had, I had if, it. if I hadn't just Mojang, Mo, Mojang. That's it, Mojang, that's it. If Mojang, they probably like, how can we be able to do this? And I'm sure they're making a killing because that's how they brought all the kids back to Xbox mm-hmm. and be able to actually go heads up against Nintendo and be like, nah, we actually look at what we got. We got folks that are doing this, and for the longest. Minecraft was Xbox only. Mm-hmm. It was no PC. There yep. was no Switch version. There was no PlayStation version. That's different now. But they sat there and, and they basically laid off the, you know, they, they made a lot of their, I would imagine they made all their money and made all their their their, their buyership by kids that just wanted to do, uh, play Minecraft, Minecraft for hours. Oh, and yeah. Hours. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so you're, you're exactly right on mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah. Minecraft 360. Right. Uh, outsold everything on PlayStation in 2012. 
but it, it had 21 million units sold. Completely believe it. Minecraft 360 did. Completely it came it. out on the on the 360. That's why it's called Minecraft 360. That's correct. Um, and Minecraft is notable because it didn't come out on PlayStation until December of 2013, exactly. the next year. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And so, but at that point, they already had people. My uh, at that point, like <laughs> Xbox had time. Xbox Studios had time to go ahead and and, and make certain. I'm sure agreements and everything with Mojang mm-hmm. still get their money even though it was on PC even though it was on PlayStation even mm-hmm. though it was on handhelds and it finally made its way to Switch uh, I think it made it way to, to Wii U first. I can't remember. I can't remember that. I couldn't tell yeah. you. But it, it was, sure. that was that's, that's bananas. So I mean that's one thing that definitely kept Microsoft on top. Yeah so um, before that my guess would have been uh, you know Halo 2 or yeah. 3 yeah. would have beaten uh, PlayStation, which Halo Three did, mm-hmm. um, because in 2007 it was a uh, three the 360 and the PS3 were out. Halo Three sold 14.5 million versus mm. Gran Turismo Five Prologue mm. 5.4 million. Okay. And something you'll learn something like the more I learned, I looked at this. Uh, the Gran Turismo series, uh, you know, that was just a prologue. That was like a demo, pretty much, and it sold mm. five million. Wow! Um, and so, like the the Gran Turismo series and all those racing games, yeah, yeah. sell so well. I, it surprised me because yeah, know, I, I'm I'm not a racing guy, but I'm surprised by how it's done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So going back to 2002, GTA Vice City outsold Splinter Cell. Star Wars or Final Fantasy X two in two thousand three outsold Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Oh my goodness! G- then two thousand four GTA San Andreas came out, and it's GTA San Andreas is one of the biggest games of all time. Right, right. It has sold twenty million plus that's, units. That's bananas since two thousand. <laughs> Four, that's 2004. Bananas. That's bananas. Wow. It, it is. I never would have guessed that back then, that especially many. San Andreas. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, it, it does have a lot of fun mods to it and everything for that version of Grand Theft Auto. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And I think what wound up happening and, and the way how things leveled out is by the time you're able to make games cross platform is certain things where uh, uh, like, for example, just recently. And I say that, of course, because I'm going to say my favorite game of all time, The Last of Us. Oh, yeah. When they finally put it on PC, when they made Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man, they finally put P- uh, PlayStation, they finally put it on PC. You get a whole, but this, it's almost like they're just, you know, sticking the thumb up and everything's thumbing their nose at at uh, at uh, at Microsoft saying like Xbox, like you're not going to get it on the Xbox. We're not going to provide version of that. Right. We will do it on PC. Right. And so and so they still are able. PlayStation, Sony Studios is getting extra money. So that's interesting. I had I. It doesn't surprise me about the Minecraft thing, of mm-hmm. course, but it makes perfect sense, man. People yeah. still Minecraft is still a relevant topic to this day. People yeah. are still making Minecraft content content on YouTube. Okay, yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Like mm-hmm. that that game, I don't. I think you know it kind of it dwindled down a little bit, and mm-hmm. then in the pandemic, it picked way back up, yeah. Yeah. way yeah. up. Or, yeah. or it might have been a little bit before the pandemic, yeah. but. It, it got huge. Right. Um, so historically, PlayStation games have outsold Xbox nearly every year for 20 years, except for Halo 3 in 2007, Connect Adventures in 2010, My- Minecraft 360 in 2012, and Halo 5 in 2015. So mm. 16 out of 20 years, Sony exclusives outsold Microsoft exclusives. Of course. Uh, but since the release of the latest gen Xbox games have kind of competed with PS5 games, simply because PS5 games have not, uh, there's not been a whole lot. 
yeah. there hasn't been a whole lot of Xbox games either. Right. And like your your the the big games that I think Sony was probably waiting to be able to take care of it, like the Horizon West. Like I'm I'm a huge fan of the Horizon Zero, excuse me, Horizon Zero yes. Forbidden West yeah. and like those are like the newer age games and the and the God of War and uh of course you got your cross platform favorites, NFL and you know, Madden or NBA two K, all these different ones. The the GTA, the uh Grand Theft Auto series. Those are I mean those are those are great games, but like to have exclusives, it they're trying to be able to go ahead and, and wrestle control back and be able to keep you know each of them, each one of them are trying to kick each other to the dust. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I really think that uh, I I was super impressed when I I played both Horizon Zero games and I was just super impressed. Yeah, and they're stunning. They're stunning they're games. Wild. And then also they even uh, there was for the longest they were planning on doing. See, I'm I'm I'm, I'm a little bit older. We're a little bit older. <laughs> I grew up playing Final Fantasy 7, which, oh, yeah. which is arguably the best out of the entire series. Yeah, it's and definitely they, the most popular. They just did a remake. For mm-hmm. the longest there was a Kickstarter to be able to do that. This is again a PlayStation exclusive. The Kickstarter happened. It was successful and now they've got part two of the three part series of the game that's about to come out in February at the mm. end of February so which I'm going to buy <laughs> so, oh yeah 100% <laughs> yeah yeah and uh, you know since 2017 when Game Pass came around yeah. uh, you know it's hard to find Xbox official numbers right. as far as sales go mm-hmm. um, so like when I say that the Xbox competed with PlayStation 5 it's kind of hard to even tell because I mean like we know like in 2021 Halo Infinite had a allegedly had 20 million plus players and I know I have to say that because my I was talking about it with my friends and they were ripping on me uh, <laughs> for saying that, that Halo Infinite could possibly compete with anything that PS5 did. Oh, um, they have 20 million players mm. and that's across Game Pass mm. and uh, PC and whatnot. Right. Um, so yeah, and then just last year in 2023, Hi-Fi Rush had 3 million players on Game Pass versus Spider-Man 2, which sold 5 million. Right, right, Um, right, right. So... It's kind of consistent. PlayStation has always just been killing, right? Killing the game compared to Xbox. And I think what would, what is the, everybody's now going to live gaming, right? The the live, I don't know if we're going to talk about that later in the show, but what they call the live experience. So you have your Call of Duty, you have your Fortnite, you have your, all these other games where they provide, it might even be a free game, but buku microtransactions. And I just want to explain for the listening audience, like what's a microtransaction? What mm-hmm. is it? A microtransaction is if you, you, the game itself might be free, but there are individual things that you can do to augment or improve or add to your gaming experience that cost. And so that whole situation of coming out with a live game, both Sony and Microsoft, in terms of the PlayStation and Xbox, respectively, they're trying to get an edge up on each other on Mm -hmm. how to be able to do this. Uh, And some of their games fall flat, which, you know, broke my heart about factions online not happening. I'm again, I'm a diehard Last of Us person that fell flat and Sony was expecting for that to happen. But there are other things that were supposed to come out that probably won't come out or things, Mm -hmm. people that are having to change things because everybody thinks live gaming is the best thing, but it's not always. Yeah. So, I mean, I know you, how did, what, what did, what did, you know, maybe during the esports? Were there any folks that had particular opinions about like some of the live gaming or, or online gaming? Um, you know, every you know, esports have to be online. Yeah, gaming. of course, correct. Um, so everyone was kind of you know they they have 
those more the the esports are more driven competitive games and not so much like story games. Mm-hmm. So when you have those competitive games, there's always lots of you know live live gaming like transaction things, mm-hmm. microtransactions, and hopefully they're they're you know pay to progress. You know yeah. get get just cosmetics and stuff and not mm-hmm. pay to win. Right, right. Yeah. See that? Yeah. Just to be able to get, to be able to have an edge over somebody, you got to spend some money. That Nobody yeah. wants that. Yeah, exactly. You. No one appreciates that. Mm-hmm. Well, we're glad you found our show, Everyday Tech, on MPB Think Radio. This is Abram Nanny, still here with Sabir Abdul-Hawk, who's ready to answer your questions. Email us at everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Now, we have had a caller who has been patiently, patiently waiting. Uh, Chico in Oxford. Sorry for the hold, man. What is going on? Brother Chico, what's up? It's cold. That's what's going on. That's exactly <laughs> what's going on. There's nothing else to say. <laughs> uh, now, I, I do got two tech questions, and they're MPB-related tech okay. questions. But I do want to say on the front end, that the most recent time I played a video game, Gerald Ford was president. In the game. <laughs> <laughs> Been Some, a couple of days. Somebody else told us that too recently. I forgot who that was. But yeah. But let me tell you too, I was a badass. Yes, indeed. So, what's your question? What's up, bro? Uh, first question is about the MPB app. Okay. I love it. Except for this, mm. say I'm listening to um, Fresh Air with Terry Gross on demand, listener to her, like an archival interview with Bruce Springsteen or whatnot, okay. and I'm listening to that, and I'm watching the clock, and it's getting time for Fresh Air with Terry Gross at 3 p.m. on MPB Radio, like that days, and I try to switch over, and it's it, it just it's it's so hard to find out. I just start pushing buttons, and page, and eventually I'll get to listen live hmm. there's another i think where how do i just automatically go from the archived content to the live content okay um so if i get what you're saying i think your solution is to go to the menu in the top left yeah and then click home and it should take you straight to the front page and you can go to think radio music radio or mpb tv and it should be Think Radio, right? It's fresh air, um, and it should be at the very bottom of your uh, of the, the the screen. So Chico, 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 I'm in the, I'm in the app now, right? So I'm acting like I'm doing what you did. I'm just going in okay. and I'm acting like I'm 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 listening to an old archived episode. So I push yeah. play on an everyday tech archived episode and right now it's playing and so when i'm looking at that screen there there's an arrow at the top of that screen in the left that would take you back to the main page um but you have to hit that arrow twice to get back to Uh well yeah to get back to the main page and then once you get there then you would hit the menu button and there's there's a home you just got to get back to that that menu button where it has the three lines with the menu um, with the name menu underneath those lines that would get you back to where you can actually listen to us live yeah Yeah, it just takes a little bit once once you're in that on-demand space it takes a couple of backs to get back to the main menu where you can listen live Mm. 
It just takes a couple yeah, of back I arrows. Going backwards, I get dizzy. I know. I know. You're like, you're like, where am I at now? Where am I yeah. at? But, Ultimately, it should just be the top left button yeah, over and over again. Yeah. Once he gets into there, just always look to your top left, and that button should get you back to where you kind of know where you're back at. You know, the home. The homepage on yeah. there. Right. Yeah. I think it was the two steps that was throwing me off. Yeah, it's, yeah, it it's, could be. it's a couple of backs. I, I'm noticing that now. So I try to just recreate what you were doing, and, and I do see a couple of back buttons before you get back to that home screen. Hmm. All right. So my second question. Okay. Um, I assume that this has something to do with the computers at MPB, but um, I have noticed lately that, and I really appreciate this, that we've been getting a lot of promos for, like, what the theme is going to be on Highway 61 Blues or who's going to be on American Roots. And uh, I think that's great. I really, really I like that. But I, this morning, twice, I've heard that promo about a podcast about family businesses and the woman is talking about seeing things through different colored eyeglasses. And we went through a period, I think, back in December where we were hearing that one like 18 minutes, every 18 minutes or so. So I'm just curious. How is that done at MPB about the promos? That, is it done by a computer or what's going on? Well, that that's sort of an agreement that we have with those podcasts. Yeah, that too. And yeah, we do we do use a computer, Chico, to automate uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. to automate those spots. So if you if if you go in if you go in online and you search, you know, radio programming, we do have an automation and inside of that automation we do ask it to run it so many times per what what Abram was just saying, um, per contract. So that's a little radio one oh one. Yeah, that's a little a little behind the <laughs> behind the mic for you. Behind the behind the curtain. Yeah, exactly what's happening. Sorry sorry to have ran it so much in December, Chico. <laughs> <laughs> yes, listen, indeed. it's really cool that y'all give the, the uh like what's gonna like I said, what's gonna be on Highway sixty one blues and so forth. And that'd be cool for and like third coast radio. That would be super if y'all did a promo for that. Like what the theme is going to be, who's mm. going to be playing, and that sort of thing. All right. Thanks, Chico, for yeah, listening to Third sure. Coast, too. Thanks, Yeah, Chico. absolutely. Third Coast is I, – I stand by Third Coast might be the, the best thing we do on Think Radio. It's my, mm. one of my favorites. Oh, it's, it's giving Felder a run for the money, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Chico, so much for that call. Thank you. Appreciate you. Well, thanks, G, for stepping in in the back right there. Yes, Jermaine indeed. had the answers on that yeah, one. Yeah, if you, if you say MPB, I perk up. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. he had a couple questions. That's I want to make sure he got That's straight. It. But yeah, it. that that app does have a couple of back buttons before you get back to that main right. menu. So right. yeah, that that's there. And then we did open up the curtain. Y'all got a little inside. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yes, indeed. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah. yes, indeed. All right. Well, that's we'll true. we'll we'll let Java know how much uh, we how much we appreciate Third Coast Radio for mm-hmm. sure. I hope you heard that. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, yeah, this is Everyday Tech. We're talking about Xbox versus PlayStation. And, uh, you know, I got to ask you, Sabir, what yeah. is, what it, you know, The Last of Us is your favorite, right, mm-hmm. recently? Yeah. Yep. So what are, what are your personal game preferences? My personal, in terms of At least as far as the or? old, old, you know, the games that you might have played before The Last of Us. Oh, what were oh, your favorites? Oh, my, the ones before that, Ghost, I mean, Re- Ghost Recon series. Yeah. Um, I mean, I knew, I was guessing it was going to be some PlayStation Ghost, games for Ghost sure. Ghost Recon. Um, I do run some FIFA. My my youngest okay. son and I, he's a soccer player. You know, I want to be able to be as fast as him when he when I grow up. 
up because <laughs> that dude is fast. Like just watching that dude run like a gazelle, he's something else. But we'll we'll play FIFA. Uh, he's teaching me Roblox and Among Us. Those were some of my okay. ones. I was yeah. playing Among Us when it put on PlayStation. And when he was going through his Minecraft phase, which he's kind of walked away from now, but uh, when he was going through his Minecraft phase, I was sitting there watching. What, mm-hmm. what he would do. Uh, so it was usually like co-op games, and now we just uh, stumbled upon some friends of mine, good friends of mine. We have a group chat. We just found the ten- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle collection, the Cowabunga collection. Oh, yeah, so yeah. I was looking at that the other day. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game ever made. Yep. From like, and I remember this from- All 19- those old arcade 19- games, yeah. No, even older than that. 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It was like a side-scroller. It looked yeah. like it was- terrible like the way they did it but it was it's dope to play now and then like yeah the arcade games we played uh i think i'll tag you on it we were just we did a co-op again with the old teenage ninja turtle arcade game and then there's another one called shredder's revenge which is a six-player online game. yeah yeah so we're we're on that now plus rocket league so yeah, yeah those shredder's are revenge ones. is a new one isn't shredder's it yeah i've been trying to get some so friends good. to play with that oh my look we'll hey we, we, we need to add each other on let's PlayStation. do it let's, let's do, do it. it there's no problem look yeah. we and we every now and then we go ahead Heads up, and we'll play online. You can play six. You can play six players on that. It's lovely. Yeah. So those are so. And before you know, outside of Last of Us, um, we'll. I mean, I'll do FIFA, uh, the Teenage Mutant Turtle games. Uh, uh, every now and then, my son and I will jump on a game of Among Us if we're not doing it on our phone. Uh, and we even play Uno. There's like a PlayStation oh, Uno, yeah. Uno and Monopoly. I've got some friends of mine in Virginia. We play online. We'll send a text message. Hey, who won? And so we'll we'll jump on Monopoly, but or either Monopoly or you can do Uno in the house. And there's an app you can play it on your phone, so people oh, don't cool. people don't see your hand in yeah. Monopoly. You still play. It's pretty fun. Yeah, we we've done that with like uh, Settlers of Catan. We've done that. That's fun. Uh, interesting, um, interesting. But yeah, it's it's funny that you mentioned Rocket League. Rocket League has been my main game for the past like four years. Rocket I've, been, I've played hard. it so much. It's Rocket so much League fun. Goes so hard. That's that's yeah. my younger brother. My younger brother and my youngest son. That's what they they vibe on. They be like, we yeah. need to get on and get some of this. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's pretty cool. That's fun. That is awesome. Um, so as far as like you know the list that I read a little bit of it, what shocks you about it? Is there anything that surprised you? The only thing that really like kind of surprises me, like it doesn't surprise me on that list because you saw like I I would say Minecraft is responsible for streaming games. Like there's so many folks that used to do speed builds of entire houses, like from Mm -hmm. the the creator version or people that were saying like, we're going to go ahead and, you know, let's let's go mining for diamonds or something like that. You know, this and the third that all those different things. I would say, and particularly in terms of what gaming meant in COVID era, where era where people couldn't leave home, and people started really seeing that they can actually make money on gaming, on streaming. Mm-hmm. Some people have abandoned traditional jobs to be able to go streaming full time. True, and it's so true. I would say I bet like, that is Minecraft. I would centric. say Minecraft did that because people started doing Minecraft and Fortnite did that. Yeah. Like Minecraft probably started it. People started going, and then people started going Fortnite, and now everybody's streaming. Yeah, and then so now it's gotten to the point. I've got folks that I followed over over ten years that did this. I've got one of one of, and it started with one guy who actually his son is autistic, and so he's a stay at home dad, and he's working, you know, to you know help and everything for development with his son. And he's like, how am I going to be able to make money? His name is Woody's Gamer Tag. And he does, and he was 
the offspring for so many folks that used to do everything from Fortnite to Last of Us Factions mm-hmm. to a few sports games, uh, Call of Duty and everything else like that. And they would do like whole tournaments. You started entire communities and these folks off, off shot, off shot, off shot, kept branching out. And now these folks are doing well for themselves. I, I follow one of my one of my favorite gamers. He games out of South Africa. Mm-hmm. So I mean, and he does. He still does like online gaming. Who started through Battlefield? So I would say like, it does not surprise me in terms of your list, but it also speaks to where we were globally as we were dealing with COVID, as we were dealing with mm-hmm. different economic sessions, different social things that were going on in different pockets of the globe. Go, go, COVID is the one thing that we all have in common globally. But it made people have to come in home, come home, reduce hours, loss of work. What am I going to do to feed my family? What am I going to do to support myself? I'm going to start streaming. I'm going to start gaming. So it does not surprise me off your list. And I actually find it pretty enlightening and enheartening for folks to be able to go ahead and do what they do and still be able to make a living off of it. And yeah. started with, in, in that case, from off that list, Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So for it, sure. that, that list does not surprise me. <laughs> yeah. And I yeah. think it, it, it's funny that we, we say, you know, what surprised you? I wrote down that the the racing game popularity is mm-hmm. what surprised me, even though I've been playing Rocket League for four years. That's a good point. Well, Ra- Rocket League is it, not really racing, It's a racing, car game, though. though. It's like soccer. Yeah. It's it like is. soccer. It, it, it's soccer. Sock, uh, they call it sock car. Sock car. You right. play cars Correct. and Correct. play, play yeah. soccer. It, but it's, yeah. uh, you know, it's still a car-centric game, and yeah. uh, uh, that's, that's funny to me. I love I love Rocket League, especially so when, you, when you shoot the goal and then it blows everybody <laughs> away. Oh, that's so awesome. I love that. I love that. So let's talk about the final comparisons between Xbox and PlayStation. Mm-hmm. You know, I mentioned it a little bit before, but there's yeah. a Xbox Game Pass, but mm-hmm. PlayStation also has something that kind of competes with it called PlayStation Plus. PlayStation Plus, PlayStation Network. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So they both have tiered subscriptions. Yep. um, And I I put that there's a a linear progression for access, of access for PlayStation. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the Game Pass uh, paywall just kind of doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Whereas the PlayStation, you know, you pay this much a month, you get access to this many games. Mm -hmm. And if you pay this much a month, you get access to so many more games. Right, right. Um, you know, Game Pass is a little bit different. They right. have uh, they have the console mm-hmm. or the core Game Pass subscription, and then the console Game Pass subscription, mm-hmm. um, where you know some of them will allow you to play multiplayer online games. Right. Some of them won't allow you to. That's if crazy. You just, yeah, that's crazy. It's very strange. Right. Uh, but the PS Plus Premium, which is the top tier, yeah, is eighteen dollars per month, and the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, which is the top tier, is seventeen dollars per month. Right. Right. Um, so not a huge difference between it's not, it's those not, subscriptions. And, but the PlayStation that premium, you get to play more games, yeah. far more games on that PlayStation Plus. Oh my yeah, God. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, another big comparison, I'd say probably the second biggest comparison, and Kevin Farrell just stepped in here before the show mm-hmm. and and said it for us. Um, <laughs> Uh, the biggest comparison, uh, apart from ex- exclusive games, would be the difference between the controllers. Facts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the yeah. DualSense PlayStation controller versus the Xbox controller. So mm-hmm. the DualSense controller has haptic triggers, which means, you know, there's some resistance mm-hmm. to it. Yep. Uh, motion controls, touchpad, built-in mm-hmm. microphone and speakers. The yep. Xbox controller has the share button. Yeah. And that's about it. That's, it. <laughs> that's about that's all it. that's unique mm-hmm. to it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's true, I, and 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 I just you just gotta love it. You gotta again. It just PlayStation's always gonna be it for me. That's, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that we're gonna. Uh 
we, you know, we tried our best <laughs> to give Xbox their due, but it, it didn't work too well. Yes, it did. Yeah, I, I definitely think that we, we came off very PlayStation biased. We tried. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Um, so uh, one thing I will say is that both are expensive, but the Xbox Series X is cheaper on average by about 50 to to $100. So That's if true. all you're looking for is price, then Xbox is definitely the cheaper one. That's right. That's right. Um, you know, and especially comparatively to the types of systems, because the PlayStation, you know, digital only is still fifty dollars, a hundred dollars yeah. more expensive Correct. than the Xbox than digital the Xbox. only. Right, right, right. Yeah. And and it being cheaper just means you get what you pay for. Non plan. That was a jab. <laughs> that was a jab. <laughs> that was an Xbox jab. And, and uh, <laughs> of course, the last thing I want to mention is uh, the size. Yeah. Uh, which I will say, Xbox has the better. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just a box. Yeah. Uh, the PlayStation yeah. Five looks like a spaceship. It does. It does. It's, it's cooler. Wild. Yes. <laughs> it's it's very cool, but very hard to store. Yes, indeed. And travel with or that's whatever. True. You're gonna do with yeah, that. That's true. Well, that's gonna wrap us up for the day. Thanks, cool. Sabir, for helping myself and our callers out. Uh, if you missed any of the show, make sure you listen back to it on your favorite podcasting app or download the MPB Public Media app. Everyday Tech is brought to you by Mississippi Public Broadcasting, Think Radio, and generous contributions from li- contributions from listeners. Our show today was engineered by Jermaine Flood. Call screener was Will Pickering and Charles Arnold. I've been your host, Abram Nanny, also the podcast producer. Up next is Dr. Jimmy Stewart with the original Southern Remedy. And tune in ne- tune into Everyday Tech next Wednesday morning at 10 right here on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Mm-hmm.